0: Yo, yo, yo! Back again for another episode of The Washed Up Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Anderson. Uh, It's been a little bit since the last episode, uh, so I've got a good one in store for you today. Uh, Sat down with Brian Graven, uh, new head basketball coach at South County, uh, Auburn High School graduate. Uh, We had a good time. Uh, It was kind of fun. Brian and I actually played against each other growing up, so a lot of stuff we talked about. Playing under his dad, coaching against his dad, kind of his transition from Mount Zion to South County and... A little bit of everything in between uh we had a good time thank you again for downloading listening subscribing whatever you're doing right now to listen to this uh please share like tell everybody about what's going on. Again, we're still trying to, we're in the early stages of this podcast and uh, I want to get the word out and let everybody know what's going on. And uh, I got some guests scheduled for, for upcoming episodes, got some good topics and stuff to talk about. Uh, so very excited for what's coming in the future. So please do whatever you can to help spread the word about uh, being washed up. Uh, big things kind of going on here this weekend. It is June 21st. Uh, if you're free tonight, you need to head over to Jacksonville and watch the Do or Die Bowl. It's a high school football all-star game where the spread Springfield area uh, football kids take on uh, guys from the Quincy area. It uh, used to be a big deal in the Quincy area. Chris Dewar, a legendary uh, sports broadcaster, used to put it on and uh, it got uh, it went away for a year or two and then it came back with a, a, a resurgence. And it's been this format for four or five years now and I, I think it's awesome. Uh, it's really special getting kids to play. And at different areas, than meeting up and playing at a, a great school. Jacksonville's got a brand new scoreboard. Their field's always in a manklet shape. Coach Grounds kind of spearheads this all-star game, so it's it's gonna be fun that it's over in Jacksonville here tonight. So check that out. That game's at 7:30. Also, this weekend is the uh first annual Don Hartlob uh, Memorial 5K over in Riverton. Coach Hartlob was at uh, Riverton for 40 years, I believe. Uh Coach Track, that's what he's kind of known for. He's he's a legend. In the area in the track game I actually think he started the Capital Area Classic Which is a big meet at the end of the year Coach girls basketball His son Brian was on uh, the legendary team In the late 90s at Riverton That had a great game with planes at state And I think they got third or fourth But uh, Don passed away sadly last year Of cancer so this is a benefit for him I think they're going to give back To the Riverton uh, track And cross country programs So that's going on I think you still can sign up You search for Don Hartlob Memorial 5K on Facebook you'll be able to find it get more info uh, but tomorrow morning out at the uh, Field of Dreams, I think, is where they're setting up shop. Brian's wife, Amanda's kind of set all this up. Amanda's awesome. Went to high school with her. Please check that out if you're not doing anything. I believe it starts at 830. I'm not real sure on that time. But, again, look it up. Check it out. You know, it would be we wouldn't be the washed-up podcast if we didn't talk about Don Hartlob and everything that he's done uh, for the area and, and just sports in general. So check that out. We'll get to the interview here shortly. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to the Washed Up Podcast. Wouldn't be here without you guys. Enjoy the interview with Brian Graven. Okay, joining the Washed Up Podcast right now, 2003 Auburn High School graduate. Yep. He's a handsome gentleman, (laughs) new head coach at South County High School.
1: Basketball, obviously. Yep. Yep.
0: Uh, Brian Graven. Brian, welcome to the Washed Up
1: Podcast. Thanks for having me. This ought to be fun.
0: Yeah, it should be exciting. This one will be fun, too, because we did play each other in high school. We did. Uh, First question is, how did you always score points on me if... I knew what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I think my
1: my mentality, it, whether it was you or anybody else, my mentality was um, you're not going to stop me from where I want to go. Um, and if you do try to stop me from where I want to go, then I'm going to draw a contact. I'm going to get a foul. And go yeah, it didn't matter. It didn't yeah. matter. I was going to so, get one of the other. Yeah, I was going to get one of the other. And, uh, and we, I had really good teammates too. You know, yeah. like I, I remember, I can honestly remember playing in an All Star game at Lincoln and Zach Binkley and Brooks Inman were assistants at Millican at that time, and they were there for some reason. And uh, Actually, Michael Sams, a Mount Zion graduate, was on my team that year. And I, I kicked it down to Michael, and I relocated, and I shot and knocked down a three, and then I did it like two or three more times, and they're like, why didn't you shoot in high school? <laughs> and everybody remembers me my senior year. We had two kids on the team The when we made it to state that year. Dan Gibler made 71 three-pointers, and Matt Weiss made like 80. Yeah. I didn't have to shoot threes. <laughs> I mean, I would drive and kick, so... It's all about uh, why. Why would I shoot whenever those guys shot better than me? It didn't
0: make any sense. <laughs> so let's let's kind of start there in the basketball realm. Uh, senior year, you guys actually had an awesome year. But before that, I mean, you
1: played varsity all four years, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When did you start be an actual starter? Uh, county tournament my freshman year, and the funny thing is, is that my dad did not put me in the game. Uh, Bill Carlicker, the assistant <laughs> coach, uh, the JV coach, um, he actually looked at my dad, and we had a point guard at that time that was a senior, um, and I think my dad was hesitant to put me in there because I'm his son, and you know he had the politics of it and everything like that. And Coach Carlicker, Coach K, just looked at him and he goes, "I'm putting him in," and grabbed me and threw me in, and it was against Pawnee County, county tournament my freshman year. Wow. Yep. So, how we'll get into
0: county. Let's start it. We'll start with Waverly first. Yeah. Do you think? I mean, obviously played at Waverly, uh, got to experience it all four years. What's what's special in your mind about
1: the Waverly Holiday Tournament? Oh man, there's so many things that are special about it. I mean, kind of, I just got to chill think about it, actually um, the the atmosphere, um, the fact that people take days off to go watch this tournament. You know, I mean, if you're home for Christmas, you don't leave. You know, if you're home for Christmas and you're from the area, a lot of people who love to go to that tournament, they actually stay just to go. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the, it's important to people. Um, the atmosphere, you know, I I sat on the bench as a freshman uh, when we won when we won the championship. Um, my sophomore year we were terrible, um, and then my junior year and senior year we we won it back to back. And you know the crowds, mm-hmm. you know kids sitting on the stage with their feet dangling off, you know. And you grew up doing that too if yeah. you played in it. You yeah. Know? Um. The 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 guys standing in the corners, the people packed onto the stage, um, you know, asses to elbows and the concrete bleachers, you know. So um, I mean that's that's something else that's really special. And I think the the history of it, you know, I mean, if you were if you were if your school played in that tournament, you went to that tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and growing up and going to that thing with my dad, I mean I think that just a. Just the feel of it, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, there's something because going over to Waverly
0: to play a late January game is not the same as playing there. No, it's the actually camp, weird. Tur- yeah, it's, it's different. It's weird. It's a different kind of the the crowd and everybody. It is. It's a
1: very different atmosphere. Yeah, because I know Waverly had a really good team. I our, think my freshman, freshman year, year. Yeah, they were really good. Yeah, they were, they were good. really good. Because I think we got beat that year by them in Berlin. Or, no, that that was my when I was in eighth grade. I watched them get. I watched Waverly beat my dad's team. But we. I remember. I mean, when I was in Morristown. We went to, oh, we had to go to Waverly for an MSM game. And after playing in the holiday tournament, it was just it was weird. I mean, it was like crickets in there, man. You, you could hear everything. Yeah, it's crazy.
0: So two-year back-to-back mm-hmm. Waverly champs. Yeah. Which game do you remember more
1: being kind of a game? I mean, what sticks out to you? Um, well, they were both different games. Um, my junior year, we played Franklin, beat Franklin in the championship. They had not been there for 20 years or something like that. So there, I think the entire town of Franklin was there. I mean, it was packed, um, you know, and I I think that year I was one of our leading scorers, but I always kind of, that year we were, I had guys around me that were really good. So I kind of took pride in having like, you know, 12 and 10, <laughs> like just dropping dimes yep. to people, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So that was, they, they kind of geared to slow me down. So then I made the other guys around me better, which it was even more satisfying yep. to scoring on somebody to yep. me. Um, but then my senior year, what stuck out was, I think, in the second quarter, we were playing Athens, who had actually beat the year before pretty badly in the, in the semis, and I rolled my ankle in the second quarter really bad. Um, if anybody did strength shoes when they were a kid, They have ankle problems now. (laughs) They just destroyed your ankles, man. You could jump. I mean, I could get up. I could hammer one, but, man, they just destroyed my ankles. And uh, I landed on the back of somebody's foot getting a rebound and completely turned my ankle um, and came back in and played for a little bit. And I went down and got taped, and I had tape all the way up to the middle of my shin. Um, And then my dad always had parties after championship games like that and I remember sitting in the recliner in my living room with my foot propped up and waking up the next morning and swelling from my knee to the the base of my toes (laughs) uh, because I played I finished the game I played the rest of the game on it so kind of two different feelings I mean I was the walking wounded my senior year and then I was out for two weeks after that and then uh, my junior year was just I mean the kids in front of us my class in front of my class were very very talented they were just a point guard away from being a really good team And then it all meshed that year. You know, I mean, we were in the table until the county tournament Mm -hmm. my junior year. So.
0: And that's what. So let's go now into the county tournament. Uh, I think county tournaments special. It's not what it is now. I think it was it had a kind of a bigger prominence back then. What are your kind of memories
1: of the county tournament? Um, Well, I mean, my freshman year. The fact that uh, the county tournament was absolutely loaded. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you could say that again. I mean, we played Pleasant Plains, the number one ranked team in the semis. Uh, my second game as a starter, here you go, right to the Wolves. Yeah, they were, why not? They were gosh, they were good. Um, and then uh, my, well, the second game, the third place game, we played Riverton, who yeah. was ranked top five in the state that yeah, year right. with like four Division One athletes on their starting five. So, um, yeah, I mean, that would be one memory. We weren't, like I said, we were terrible my sophomore year. Uh, my junior year, uh, we ran, like I said, we ran the table into the county championship. I think we were 16 and 0, and Plains was 15 and 1. And they beat us by three. Um, and I still remember we wrote the infamous the ball. pass. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. He saw somebody in the front row that had a blue shirt on or yeah. something. But, I mean, I don't remember who threw it. And even if I did, I wouldn't call him out. But, um, but yeah, it happened. I don't remember. I, mean? I just remember being like, oh, no. I know. Man. <laughs> I, and, and I tell you, the other thing I remember about that game, too, is, is Ryan suddenly guarding me and completely shutting me down. And I had no I, that I that like, kid doesn't get talked
0: about enough. No. And he might have been the best athlete in that group because oh, yeah. he did whatever they wanted him to do. He, he, he wanted was, him to score. He scored. Yep. He was a lockdown defender he could hammer it home he was a great he was rebounder. unbelievable yeah, yeah. i he mean he was
1: there's a picture somewhere of him splitting our we had a 6-5 and a 6-6 six, six post and they both jumped and he just rose above them and went right between them and just laid it over the front of the rim i mean yeah everybody talks about you know obviously they're going to talk about dusty Bensco and ryan or excuse me uh jordan roth you know Albsmeyer, castner and people forget about ryan suddenly and i don't know how that happens but he was a guy that he ne-
0: He wasn't ever going to lead the team in points no. or rebounds, probably. But he was going to be pretty solid. Well, throughout and his... he was going to shut down the other teams. Yeah. other teams' yeah. best he player. He was their best. Player. I mean, he just. I mean, he was literally locked down. There's a lot of guys on that team scared me, but uh, I'll remember that we almost beat you guys first round that year. Oh, did you? Yeah, no, uh, we didn't. But <laughs> <laughs>
1: like and I said, was... the class in front of us was loaded. Yeah, you know,
0: it was one of those. I think you guys. It was. You know, the Monday night or Tuesday night game. Mm -hmm. And we hung around for until I think your dad got a little pissed at you guys
1: and then it was over well, i'm sure i'm sure the halftime conversation was very colorful <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure but it even, was intense you know
0: you talk about the county being loaded <coughs> our freshman year if mm-hmm. you think about our senior year oh yeah you guys what won the consolation and we you were went the to five seed and yeah. went to peoria yeah. yeah
1: yeah we were the five seed went to peoria and um, you guys were really good uh riverton was absolutely loaded yep uh planes was good they were kind of reloading a little bit but yeah, you know some of their Ro-
0: yeah rochester was solid <coughs> i don't remember who that
1: rochester team would have been like chris katzmark egan um, yeah egan ben, there was a Vehovic, uh-huh. like ben yeah josh um, mcgee was on that team too he was a good he actually went to college with him actually i went to college with mcgee and katzmark both at milliken but yeah. they talk about that game sometimes yeah well,
0: even uh, Winslow with Foran mm-hmm. and Kasson and Oh,
1: yeah. Tyler doesn't let me forget. He had, like, the best game of his career, uh, that Constellation Championship. He had, like, 33 points. He just, like, was knocked down. And uh, um, Now, was that the
0: game winner yeah, for you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. do remember you burying a game winner as yeah. time expired. Yeah,
1: that was that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. And, and Tyler, like, he's brought that up several times about, like, oh, I had the best game of my career. Nobody talks about it because you made that shot. Like, sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it happens.
0: So we just brought up your dad. How, how was it growing up as your dad being kind of the head coach
1: and then, and then playing for him? Um, well, it was, I had a unique childhood. I mean, I never, <clears throat> once I started school, I never had a babysitter. It was the gym every day. Um, and we lived right across the street from the grade school pretty much the entire time. Um, I was growing up, so it was interesting to you know. In winter, you know, it's ten degrees outside, and I've got my hat, my coat, my gloves on, and I'm walking two blocks to the high school <laughs> to go to practice. Um, but it was it was also unique too because I did the thing where I led the team out and all that stuff. So that was um, that was that was kind of cool to be around those guys all the time. And I can name I could name some of the best Auburn players ever because I was around them all the time, you know. But then at the same time, it was kind of humbling because they treated me like I was their little brother. You know, there was times where. Uh, there was a time where uh, Jeff Downs, Dirty Downs, walked, was in the locker room, and I would change with the team because yeah. I wanted to be a part of the team. You of, know course, what I mean? of course. So here I am showing up. I got my bag on. I got my street clothes on. I go in. I'm changing. I got my G.I. Joe tidy whities on, you know, and I'm five years old. I don't wear them anymore. <laughs> but uh, he, So he, my dad comes walking in, and I'm nowhere to be found. Well, Dirty Downs had shoved me into a locker in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> But I didn't yell, I didn't scream <laughs> course, all that stuff because yeah. I like I wanted to be a part of the team, you know. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it was cool to hang out with those guys and ride the bus. And I would ride the bus in the back with Josh Rankin, or you probably you learned know. learned a lot of things you, you probably didn't need to. Yeah, I learned part. a lot of yeah. things I probably didn't need to, but I was smart enough not to repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> but playing, I mean, play, once I started playing for him, um, my freshman year, he he brought me along. You know, he was never um, over the top on me as a freshman, um, and I was like every other kid out there. You know, I'm a freshman starter. You know, I go into my sophomore year, and I, did, I didn't improve enough. I, I didn't get that much better. Um, and he let me know about it. <laughs> he, he was not uh, – I, I was – and I didn't mind this. I, I was always the whipping boy because he knew he, – He could give it yeah, to me. Yeah, he knew he yeah. could give it to me, and I'd be okay because he knew my personality to where he'd just get all over my ass, and it would just piss me off. And, I mean, you know, I'm still playing pickup. before I retired completely, (laughs) if I got mad, I would still play better. And he knew that if I got mad, I I would get even better. So there were times, I think, where he'd try to call me out to piss me off for me to play at the next level. You know what I mean? So... Um, but yeah there were times where you know I'm coming down the floor in transition and I throw a pass to a guy and he's not ready and it hits him in the chest but I got yelled at because that guy didn't catch it yeah well guess who I'm going to talk to <laughs> <laughs> You better get your hands up man because next one's either coming at your nuts or your nose yeah. and you're gonna catch it the, the time after that so um, but it was it was fun I mean a lot of, a lot of really good memories.
0: Now, did your, did your dad ever get real fired up? Because what I remember most about watching you guys play and, and growing up and your dad being there, he never looked like he he was always so even keel. Yeah. He, I th- or, or if he did get fired up, he never showed it
1: sideline-wise. Yeah. He always looked the same all the time. He, he was kind of... I don't know who to compare him to that would be relevant today. Um, I mean, he's from the night coaching tree. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he... Worked Bobby Knight's basketball camp for 25 years. Um, he was really close with Ron Felling, who's a Hall of Famer in Illinois from Lawrenceville. Um, you know, he had a good relationship with Pat Knight, uh, Coach Knight's youngest son. So he was Knight-esque. Um, you know, but it, it was kind of the the thing where he would let you know you did something really well, kind of under. Like with some undertones, you know what I mean. Like it was, yeah. it was almost like a casual good job or something like that. But if you did something wrong, he's gonna let you know about it. Um, which is that's old school coaching. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, you. I mean, I'm gonna tell you you did a good job, but you should do that because that's what we've taught you to do. <laughs> so you know, we didn't teach you to turn it over. So he's gonna let you know about that. But he he got fired up in officials every okay. once in a while.
0: Yeah, I just never. The second thing I remember is your dad had an array of sweater vests. <laughs> he
1: did. He did, man. I still don't wear those things
0: ever. Well, I was about to say how how come you Heck haven't adopted? No.
1: no, no, I got a subscription to GQ, man. I know not <laughs> to wear those. Things. No, he uh he well, and that's he always did that's something I learned from him, not the sweater vest, but he always did a really good job of fundraising for his program. You know, so you know, you and I have worked together yeah. on that stuff. Yeah. And that's where I learned a lot of stuff. You know, the camps, the shootouts, uh, the academies, you know, all that stuff you saw him and his staff wearing he bought for those guys um you know he really took care of his assistants and that's something else i learned from him too you know guys are guys will work hard for you if they respect you but if they know that you respect them back they're going to work even harder um so and that's something that he really did and you know those guys that that worked for him are still his loyal friends today because of it so um no he did get fired up a couple times I, i i remember he got he got thrown out of a game at Litchfield when I was a sophomore. Really? Oh yeah, he got tossed. Yeah. Wow. Only only time only time I think I mean I saw him get teed up several times, um, but yeah, he got kicked out as a sophomore when I was a sophomore at Litchfield. Um, and again, we weren't very good. I actually I was sick. I was playing with walking pneumonia, and we didn't know it. Um, so then the following game, he's out because he got ejected. The following game, I, I almost passed out in the hallway. Um, luckily, I was with a teammate. I like I, I lost. Like, you ever had walking <laughs> oh, yeah. or anything like that? Like, it's, when you get severely dehydrated, I dead. lost. I lost yeah. my vision. Everything. Yeah. And uh, um, so then I was out the following game. So both Gravens were out for the next game at Litchfield. And Coach K, Coach Karluker, who put me in as a freshman, is making his head varsity coaching debut without a point guard and the that head was starter and coach started, it goes <laughs> yeah. being there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, it's good for him. I mean, you gotta you gotta start sometime. You know. <laughs> I mean,
1: it is what it is.
0: <laughs> So we've talked a lot about basketball. You're also a football player too. Yep.
1: Um, When did you start playing varsity football-wise? My sophomore year. Sophomore Uh, year. Sophomore year, and it was one of those things where there was a guy in front of me. uh, They got dinged up really bad, um, and they needed a receiver. And actually, it was just going to be I was going to uh, be the holder uh, for extra points and for field goals. And then one thing led to another, and he was out for quite a while, and I ended up starting as a sophomore. And then started for the next three years. And uh, yeah, those were, those memories are just as fun as the basketball. I memories.
0: mean, you again, your senior year, you guys had a, a magical run to the semis, yep. <laughs> ran into Carthage. And they beat the <laughs> piss out of us. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. Um, what are some, some bigger memories in? Football wise, or um, stuff that jumps out to you, I think my I remember you were,
1: what all comrades all area receiver too. Yeah, my junior and senior year, I remember my, the first memory I have is my sophomore year when we played Verdon, and they were loaded that year, um, and I wish I could remember more names off that team, but I think Nathan Clark was the uh, was the quarterback, um, and there were some other guys on that team that were really really good. But I remember catching uh, like a ten yard out and getting tackled and getting up and thinking, welcome to varsity football. <laughs> like like I got tattooed. Um, uh, junior year. Now this is old Prairie State. It's because, old Prairie State, yeah, yeah, man. This is Verdon. This is us. This is Nokomis. Gerard, uh, New Berlin. Girard. Um, Mount Olive. Um, Williamsville. Who, Williamsville, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Coons was there whenever yeah. I was in high school. Yeah, he just started there. <laughs> he talked about some of the games where uh, we were running our no huddle as a senior and nobody was really doing it yet. Yeah, you guys were on the the early evolution of
0: spread offense. Yeah, we
1: were. And Her- I remember Coach Harrison in new Berlin making a comment to Coach Bates about because um, Coach Bates bought new uniforms. I think my junior or senior year, and we had just started. It would have been my senior year. We just started going no huddle with the wristbands and stuff like that. And he goes, "God, you look like the Rams. You guys look like the Rams, and you play like the Rams. <laughs> like, and that was you know the greatest show on yeah. turf back then. So that was a that was a compliment. Um, I think my junior year, I remember being severely disappointed. After the playoff loss, because we got beat at uh, Seidel Jamaica, Salt Fork, and they upset us. Um, I mean, we had, I think we had the best defense in the state. Our offense wasn't great, but the guys that, again, the class in front of us yep. was loaded. I think they gave up 21 points all year or something like that, or 15, something crazy, um, and we gave up 21 in that game. Um, we just, I think, some of the guys weren't ready to go. Um, yeah, it just was. I mean, it was a dis- That was a huge disappointment. Yep. Um, then the next year when we played uh my senior year yeah memories that stick out nakomas going for two and beating us at home taking our perfect what well, we should have had a perfect record away from <laughs> us um that was a pretty loaded nakomas they were loaded dude yeah. they were good we i mean we got them back later and that, that's probably the next memory is um i think it was the second round of the playoffs we beat them at their place so that was good revenge i really enjoyed that i'm not gonna lie to you um <laughs> And then uh, uh, the following game, we everybody said we were going to get waxed by Central a Yeah, I was there. Yep, they thought we were going to get waxed. And I remember
0: you guys scored, A&M gets the ball, and James Blair hit one of their running backs harder than I think I had ever seen a kid get hit at that point. And yeah. I was like, this game is over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> James was,
1: James was uh, he actually, we had a kid our age that we talked into going out for football, I think as a senior, he was our place kicker. And but he was a really good running back. He was a soccer player up until that point. He was one of the fastest kids I've ever seen. So so his name was Brian Herman. He's running off tackle in practice, and same hit. Yeah, I mean it sounded like a car crash. Yeah, and he got up and goes and came back to Coach Bates and goes, "I'm never running the football again." (laughs) I mean that's that's true. He never did either. And we needed him for a place kicker. Yeah. So Bates is like, okay, Okay. well that's fine. Yeah, we don't want to lose you. Um, but yeah, I mean, well, I think I think the hit you're talking about caused a fumble. Yeah, caused a fumble. Yeah, and and I remember it because I was right there. Yeah. And that thing bounced in front of me, and here comes Lance Gardner, and he s- snatches that Didn't thing he, up. Did he run it back? He tried to. Yeah. He tried okay. to. I think he ran out of gas about the ten or yeah. fifteen maybe, and they caught up to him. But, um, but yeah, we punched it in like a play or two later. It Might have been a zag pass or something like that, the, um, and then we just—I mean, we just kept taking it to him. Yeah, and, I, mean, I was. We were shocked because we had known some kids from A
0: and M, so from a camp or something. So we went over. Well, it'll be a good game to watch. And
1: then thirty five nothing, man. You guys waxed them. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, that was probably one of the most fun games um, we 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 played. Casey Westfield the first round. That was a really fun one because um, they had a tight end that was one of the biggest human beings I've ever seen, <laughs> um, and their quarterback was a freak athlete, left handed kid, um, but. Uh, Yeah, then the second or that semifinal game, we just ran into a buzzsaw. We just, we weren't, we weren't ready to go, I don't think. And they were, they were really good. You know, they took us out of a lot of things we wanted to do. Um, They were, I remember one of my memories of that game is playing, I was always the, I guess, the weak side outside linebacker for coverage. Um,
0: Outside linebacker? Look Outside tough You linebacker. tough guy. Yeah, that was, it was by default.
1: Uh, somebody got hurt, I think. Um, I'll blame that
0: one on Coach Bates. But... Yeah, yeah. But I
1: remember um, trying to find the ball with that mesh they ran. Yeah. And I go from looking in the backfield trying to find the ball and, and do my job to opening my eyes back up. And seeing nothing but blue sky because the tight end from across the field yeah. came over and waxed me. And I, had to, I I mean, he ear he holed me when you could still ear hole somebody. <laughs> and yeah, I remember get, he helped me up and everything, and I didn't know where he, come, where he came from. And I watched him get back in the huddle. I'm like, holy, he's the guy <laughs> on the other side of the field, man. Yeah, they were good.
0: They were really, really good. Sad part is, I probably know that tight end you're talking about, and he's that's hilarious.
1: Yeah, I mean, he smoked me. He smoked me. <laughs> he smoked me. Um, yeah, and I think one of the first plays of the game because we were marching that first series man we were going crane was having a great game um i think we i don't remember what play it was but we ran kind of a deep post and ryan Hemberger hit tried to hit me on that deep post and i had to lay out for it and again it was one of those things where i'm watching the ball come in and i got hit and the next thing i know i'm looking up at blue sky <laughs> you know so the ball popped up they intercepted it and then it was kind of over from there but um still that was that run was fun yeah and
0: for you folks listening that was Athens offensive coordinator Joe Reed oh yeah was the quarterback of that team Uh, and and then some other I don't think Zach played that because Zach would have been a sophomore Zach might have played a little bit but not it was his brother yeah, of exactly. a younger brother. Yep. So, you know, you got, now that I'm thinking about it, you got to play for two Hall of Fame high school coaches in yeah. your career. Yeah, I did. That's pretty rare It's nowadays. rare, yeah.
1: Yeah, football, I mean, Coach Bates and, and my dad both in the Hall of Fame. And uh, Yeah, I mean, they had as much to do with our success as anything just because of the culture they created. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was the main thing. I mean, you, I don't care what, what kind of talents you have. If you don't have a, a, a great culture, you know, and a good relationship between football and basketball, mm-hmm. it's never going to work out. No. Absolutely.
0: Now, did you ever think about playing football in college? Well,
1: I did until I got there. <laughs> I, re- I remember people like, oh, you know, you could probably play both. And then I got to Millican and saw the – First of all, I saw my teammates on the team and on the basketball team. And I'm like, holy crap, these guys are huge. And then uh, seeing the football team walk by, no, I, I never would have – I was I was Auburn good as a football player. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I wasn't outside of Auburn good. So, um, no, I mean, I, I never – really took it seriously as far as taking a visit for football. I think I took one to Quincy and I was more interested in what their basketball facilities looked like and trying to sneak my way into there for basketball. But I don't even, you know, looking back on it there too. I don't think, you know, you always think you're really good when you're a kid. And then you get to that next level, and you're like, man, I am not that good. Yeah, there's 15 other guys. Yeah, so. so Quincy was above me. You know, I mean, we just had Jonah Smith from Zion go there. And Jonah is one of the best high school basketball players I've ever seen. Yeah, And, you know, he redshirted this year. So, I mean, that tells you right there it's what kind of world It's a different world once oh, you yeah. get out,
0: out of your high school gym. Oh, so. yeah.
1: Yeah, you're no longer the, the big fish in a small pond once you
0: get out of there. Yeah. So went to Milliken to play basketball. Mm-hmm. Why did you decide on
1: Milken? Um Well, I don't. I think I was I was like every kid again I mean I really thought I should have been recruited by bigger schools you know and anybody that played high school sports is guilty of that um, I think at the end Milliken was a good fit for me because I was kind of a homebody you know I didn't um, you know my after-school activities usually consisted of I'll catch up with you guys I gotta go to the gym for an hour you know or I'm gonna go to the park for till like I can't see the ball anymore or whatever so um, it was close to home you know um, coach lit who I played for over there um, started calling me like this spring my junior year as soon as basketball got over with so our relationship was great so that played a huge role in it um and then actually i met some guys at the ibc all-star game my senior year that kind of solidified that my decision was right uh, because those some of those guys are still some of my best friends and were in my wedding and you know things like that so actually mike gavick was uh, a teammate of mine at millican who Played for Heron, which the Pleasant Plains team we were just talking about, they beat Heron in the championship state championship game that year. So we ended up being teammates at Millican. But um, yeah, reminisce about almost beating Pleasant Plains. Yeah, man. At least you guys got close. We we talked about that all the time. He had a. We talked about a lot in college because, I mean, obviously you lose a state championship, somebody don't like them. No, you know, so not at all. And and we were huge rivals with Plains. I don't know. It's more like a. Old school Cubs, Cards, rivals, considering we didn't really ever beat planes, Yeah. So, and because not a lot of people did. But Mike talked about how there was a, the last second play was for him to try to tip it in at the buzzer. And one of his teammates got a little selfish and got in the way and they missed and then got beaten overtime. So, uh, so yeah, kind of a small world if you think about it. I mean, you don't know the guy when he's a junior and you watch the game play or you watch the game play out and then you meet him after your seniors are with and then he's the best man of my way yeah. and gave a speech and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it's weird how small the world actually is. <laughs> so,
0: graduate college, you get into coaching mm-hmm. Williamsville, North City. You come up to, to Mount Zion. Yeah. What twenty fifteen? Yeah. Um, let's talk about North City real
1: fast. Yeah. For these local two on seven people, yeah. where is North City? It's dirty six one eight man. I mean, it's <laughs> a dirty South. I mean, it's it's way way down there. I mean, um, um, that was actually maybe three of the most fun years I've ever had because. I mean, my two assistant coaches down there, one had 35 years of experience and another one had 40 years of experience. So I had 75 years of experience sitting on the bench. Um, but it's down by Carmi. Um, and if you don't know where is at, it's by Fairfield. If you don't know where Fairfield's at, it's by Evansville, Indiana. <laughs> so it's way, way down there. Evansville was the biggest uh, the biggest city around us down there. And But I mean, it was... It's different down there, man. The The gyms are... Landmarks. They're almost. like churches. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, they're landmarks and like churches. I mean, um, we played in the Dorado Holiday Tournament, and if you don't know what the Eldorado Holiday Tournament is, you need to Google it and look it up because it's one of the best small school um, holiday tournaments in the state. I mean... You know, it's old school. Uh, It's like the Jacksonville Bowl, um, except it's got chair backs. I mean, if you're coming to the tournament, you can pay regular admission or you could pay, I forget how much it was, a certain amount and have a chair back on the floor for all four days. And you were, if somebody was sitting in there, you had the right to show them your tickets, get the heck out of my seat. (laughs) Get up. But the, the level of basketball in Southern Illinois is different because... Here, it's kind of like you're never going to see Williamsville play a Landfair. You're never going to see um, Glenwood play an Auburn. Mm-hmm. You know, you're never going to see that. They don't care down there. Yeah, it's, I mean, Union County, we beat Union County, Kentucky um, my second year, I think. It was my second year because we won the Constellation Championship that year, which they hadn't done in a long time, any hardware from there in a long time. And we beat them, I believe we beat them in the morning. And then we, and that was the other unique thing. There was only a three day tournament, 16 teams, three day tournament. So we played it. We were That's a, a lot of basketball s- dude. <laughs> I mean, there's no preparation at that point. You no, just hope yeah. you've prepared them enough up until that mm-hmm. point. So we played Union County, Kentucky that morning. And I i mean, I knew where the school was, but I didn't know how big they were. Mm-hmm. There was 1,200 kids. Oh, wow. We had 300, 300 kids at North City. Mm-hmm. I don't even know, 250 probably. And so there's no like, well, it doesn't matter how big you are. Mm-hmm. Can you play? That's mm-hmm. all there is to it. So, I mean, that's one of the differences down there is the, the level is just here. You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, some of the other teams in that tournament, you know, Harrisburg, uh, my first year, won it um, and then won the state title, you know, with Tyler Smith-Peters and uh, I can't remember the other kid's name. Capel Henshaw was the other kid that was really, that's really good. That's a name right there. Capel Hinshaw he played at uh, Lewis. Yeah. Um, but he actually, the unique story about that team, Tyler Smith-Peters became the first, or excuse me, the all-time leading scorer as a junior. Henshaw passed that as a senior. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you had two—you had the number one and number two all-time league scorers. play that together. Play together. That's, I mean. Yeah. And they were loaded, too. I that doesn't mean, happen a lot. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm going to say his name wrong. Um, Bahari um, um, Amani or something like that. He played at UIS. So, he came up here and played basketball. I don't, I don't know if he's still there or not. He might have transferred out, but. Um, he was a really good kid for for Harrisburg team that year too. He was a junior. Yeah, Southern Illinois is a different beast, man. It's completely different. <laughs> so you
0: come back up to Mount Zion, uh, your second year there, right? You guys went a regional. Yeah, for the first time in how many years? Fifteen years, I think. I mean, then that, that was from a prominent no, ten years, ten years, first time in ten it was years. A, a pretty prominent Mount Zion program took a dip for a while. Mm-hmm. You guys went a regional, lose a close one to to Land Fear. Yeah. Who, what, got third? Uh, I think they, they got
1: beat by Bloomington that year yeah. in the third place game. Yeah, so got fourth that yeah. year. Um, yeah, I said 15 years. It was actually, that was our first uh, Sweet 16 appearance in 15 years. Yeah. Um, so the last time that would have happened for Zion, they got beat by I think they got beat by Peoria Central, which would have been Sean, Sean Livingston. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that Landfair team was was loaded. You know, people. I still thought it was funny too. People were criticizing the hell out of us because in the post game they didn't think that I gave Landfair any credit. Like they beat us. I mean, how how much do you want me to pat them on the back? Like they won. Yeah. Like I mean, they they and played And in really the moment well. too. Yeah. You're going to be pretty mad. You're, well, those you just
0: can't be, it's yeah. the end of your year, yeah. you're going to miss your kids too. Well,
1: I was still, you know, there's a video on 1450 where I'm drinking a bottle of water and I'm drinking a bottle of water because I'm trying to wash the lump out of my throat. Yeah. You know, because I just got down out of the locker room with kids that are crying and doing all that stuff. And, and I really did think, you know, there were shots we had in that game. I watched that film. I've watched it, I don't know how many times. And there's shots in that game that we had made all year. I'll stick by what I said after the game. There were shots we made all year that didn't go down that night. Yeah. You know, and then land fear. To their credit, capitalized. You know, mm-hmm. so I mean, we we didn't we didn't try to take anything away from them. I just wanted to make sure that people knew, like, we typically make the yeah. Decisions. You belong to be there. Yeah, we, yeah. we you know because jump.
0: I think there was a oh dude. It was it was talked about because would you beat McCarthy Eisenhower, Eisenhower Eisenhower and then who'd you beat in the regional uh Effingham Effingham.
1: So Effingham, we beat Effingham by seventeen. They were the eighth ranked team in the state. They had already beaten us that year twice um, in overtime at our place um, which Joan actually went down with a rolled ankle in overtime so we didn't have him for like the last two minutes of OT they beat us by maybe two and then they beat us at their place that year so I mean you can't it's hard to beat a team three times yeah. so I mean we knew what we needed to do adjustments And Ron Reed, who was the high school coach there at that time, I'll never understand it. They'll come down three consecutive trips on offense and run a different play every time. And I don't even think he blinks. Like, they just knew they're going to run this. this. I don't know if he scripted them or what, but it was amazing. So for us to get them that bad in the – to get them by double digits on almost 20 and the regional championship was great
0: at their you they were on you were on their floor no we were at we were at mattoon mattoon Mattoon. okay Okay. Okay. so we were at mattoon
1: the sectional was at effingham uh yes yeah Yeah, that sectional was at effingham which you know there's a lot of good kids we were kind of rivals with effingham those two years but there's a lot of good kids they were close to our bench cheering for us you know hope against eisenhower and i'm sure they were for lanford too they were just i didn't look at the crowd because there were so many people there at that point but loaded gym yeah but eisenhower you know i think i think they kind of thought they'd already beaten us they beat us in late february by 21 and so and because we couldn't deal with their speed and jonah actually got in trouble that game because he wouldn't listen to me so i (laughs) buried his butt on the bench um and i remember telling him like you know we could break this amoeba 131 that they run but the only guy that can help us do it can't keep his mouth shut he's gonna have to sit right here um so they ended up beating us pretty badly and that was at our place and we only played once we only play him one One time time. a year so i think and they were they were good man i think Part of them kids you know they're like well we beat these guys by 20 earlier we beat these guys by 20 it might have been less than a month before that so we got this like we're gonna play landfair and we they had played landfair that year close Mm -hmm. i think well they played but home home and home yeah yeah so i think at landfair they had played them close yeah i
0: want to say it might have went to overtime
1: yeah yeah i can't remember because there was a shocking score that year because macarthur was they were good but the brummets were still kind of young yeah and i want to say the brummets might have took taking them to overtime because at, it was would have been at, at MacArthur. Carther. yes. Yeah, but I think Eisenhower played close, too. Yeah.
0: So, you know, recently, if yeah. folks at home don't know, you are now the new head coach at South County. Yeah, way a holiday tournament, man. Here we uh, go. Back to, to kind of your roots a little bit, oh, back yeah. to playing teams. What are your kind of thoughts on leaving Mount Zion?
1: Um, I was – we were bought in for next year. You know, we were bought in for next year. Um, you know, as I said in the paper, I mean, I was encouraged to look for other opportunities. So I did. Um you know, And I was bought in for next year, and I was rehired for next year. But, again, I encouraged to seek out other opportunities, so I did. And, you know, I, some, a couple of them didn't work out either. It wasn't good for my wife and I, you know, so we, we didn't accept the position or, um, you know, I didn't get the position. And uh, I had just given up and kind of thought, well, okay, you know, we'll, we'll stay here for another year, see what happens next spring. Um, and then South County recruited me. You know, they had heard that I was applying and going places and actually – or trying to go somewhere else, and Dave Suits actually—he's the one that called me. Their head coach that took the Carmel job. So yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool to have the guy that's leaving wanting you to come take over. What yeah, he's I mean, built. it shows a lot about the program here you're, you're walking into. Yeah, I mean, for him to not have any self pride and take pride in his pro in the program he's built over seven years, and wanting somebody that. He feels like is going to do a good job. Come in there and then reach out to him. I mean that that's it's pretty cool to feel wanted. You know. So you've been there. what's it been three weeks officially now? Yeah, I think today we got open gym today. I think um, day seven I worked with him. Okay. So I mean. So what can you tell us about the twenty nineteen twenty twenty uh, Vipers? Vipers. Um, I think one we have we're going to have a lot of debt. Um, you know, we played league on Monday at Waverly, played 10 guys, and didn't really miss a beat that much. We're not heavy senior loaded. We're not heavy junior loaded. It's about right in the middle. The basketball IQs are very high. Um, they're still trying to get used to me never shutting up because I think, and I'm not saying coach, I, I don't even know how coach Suits coached them up. Um, I don't know what their previous coaches have done, but I told them the other night, I'm like, you guys just need to get used to me never being quiet because if i it, if I'm not talking to you, that's when you should get worried. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? so, like, if I'm sitting on the bench and, and just collecting a paycheck and not coaching you up or not trying to correct things that I see, then you should get pissed because then I'm I'm not bought in. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we've got some depth um, trying to get them to understand that defense is more important than offense. Um, just in, in my philosophy, the way that we're going to guard um, and trying to get them to uh, play even more up-tempo than what they already have because I feel like with our depth, why in the heck wouldn't we? Yeah. You know, I mean.
0: Now, is it different? Or has it been a little harder just because you're not in the community yet? Yeah. You weren't there at the end of school. Yeah. Has that been transition been a little difficult with the kids and um, kind of getting to know you
1: and you getting to know them? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the hardest transition was learning names. Because you know, I mean, that's we, hard for you to coach. I know, I know, I know, but I mean, I think like we had one open gym and then went and played at Bloomington Central Catholic against uh, BCC, Maroa, oh, okay. Saint T, um, and Telona, Unity. So one day together, and then we go right to a shootout that's like no slouch, man. Yeah. I mean, that, those were the teams in our pool. Um, so yeah, the, the the hard thing with the transition of getting over there hasn't been terrible because of the guys that are helping me. You know the assistants that are already in place and i've done it enough done this enough to where i've kind of moved or gone to different places to where you've got good assistants and guys that will buy into what you're doing You keep them you know what i'm saying and especially because that helps with the transition with the kids because if you're saying something and then their assistant that the assistant that's already was already there who the kids trust they say he's right you need to do this then the kids buy in quicker Awesome. And that's all about yeah. culture, like we talked about with Auburn.
0: So now you're back in your roots. This will be a fun question. Uh,
1: best high school gym that you like to play in? Um, that's, that's a hard one because you could go with the ones that you really like to play in, or the ones that you want in. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, Waverly's got to be up there because of, of the atmosphere that we talked about earlier. Yeah, you know, but it's got to be the holiday tournament atmosphere. I, lo- I love playing at home, honestly. Um, when I don't we know if I ever played, a, I don't right, think you guys you see ever did. It? I don't think we ever did. I remember doing
0: summer stuff.
1: Cause I don't think we didn't have you guys on the schedule, did we?
0: No, cause you guys played PSC and then PSC, you guys were and we were MS. Sangmo and MSM at yeah, that time. We yeah. had two conferences. Um,
1: yeah, I, I, the, our home games were always really good. You know, my junior and senior year, because I don't think we lost a home game either year. I mean, we were undefeated. No, we got beat by planes my junior year. That was our only loss. Yeah. I I mean, it was uh, it was tough. You know what? No, I take that back. We were we went undefeated my senior year at home. Riverton beat us my junior year. Oh, Our all, okay. The wheels came yeah. off after the county tournament. Man. <laughs> wheels came off. We were sixteen and zero and then went five hundred for the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah we seven and seven. I would think we were twenty two and seven to finish. But um, yeah, home was always fun because of the crowds. Man, we beat Nakoma's at home when I was a senior, and that place was packed to the gills. And We played, I'm trying to think of somebody else we played at home. Nakoma sticks out because that was a really fun. One. Um, yeah, home was a lot of fun.
0: Well, okay, so what gyms did you hate playing in?
1: Oh, I don't know if I ever hated any gyms I played in because
0: Good thing you never played at Tri <laughs> <laughs> I coached
1: it. I coached at Tri yeah. Uh Williamsville. Yeah, when I was at Williamsville I coached in there. Um I think they were still in the same one at that yeah. time. Yeah. Nicomas probably would be up there because, you know, not saying it was a home or dome, but I'm not gonna say it wasn't a home to go. Um, that was a tough place to play, you know. And I, I think in my dad's 28 years, he might have been, beat Kimbrough down there like a handful of times, maybe. Yeah. Um, it was just hard to play, and the bus ride and the, yeah. So that that playing down there wasn't fun. Um, I didn't like playing at Mount Olive, and mm-hmm. like playing there because you go down there and it's 45 or an hour bus ride, and <laughs> you get off the bus, nobody in the gym because your your, your fans yeah. don't want to come. No. Um. um so yeah, you, you had nobody there. Um. I I, I can't remember. Literally, I didn't. I like the Litchfield invite, but I probably have bad memories of that gym because we got beat there when I was a junior. You know, we had, Dad never won it um, actually. You know, so as a player, I've got yeah, yeah. He never won. He was in that for almost ten years. I I think he never won it. Um, But as a player, I have terrible memories of that gym. But at Mount Zion, as a coach, we won back to back. So as a coach, I've got good memories. of that So you've got a little. You can use that against your dad. Like, well, you never won. I've done that. (laughs) I've done that with the Santa Canyon tournament too. I I do that with the county tournament too. Because I'm like, well, we we because he they were. See, we played in it when I was a junior championship. He made it, I think, one other time, and then they played in it again out of nowhere. Oh, they they beat us. They beat Williamsville, and and uh, Williamsville team five. I didn't
0: realize you coached.
1: Now that I think about it, yeah, was we it weird against coaching against your dad? Um, no, no. But he, he see. So I'll say something about winning Litchfield twice, or I'll say something about winning the St. Mary's tournament, and he always brings up that you know head to head, he beat. He, he's got it. <laughs> he's got the edge by one game. You know, but um, yeah, it was it wasn't weird. I mean, it was the very first time that it happened that we coached against each other was my first year at Williamsville. It would have been the semifinals, and there was a it was a. I told him before the game, I go, this is going to be a three ring circus. Oh yeah. So I, it, like we had to have and yeah, – we had to have a handshake local, yeah. at half court and they oh, take gosh. pictures. Of I'm like,
0: it's not about us, no. man. It's
1: it's the kids. That's what I through. always feel about the Leonard Bowl now. It's. Yeah. yeah. The game is why and I'm sure Derek, are there. I'm sure Derek, I don't know Kim well enough, but I'm sure Derek would probably say the same thing. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's just become such a zoo around it. Yeah.
0: People lose sight that,
1: hey, it's going to just be a great game. Right. Well, you and that... Two Hall of Fame coaches. And that first that first time, there was another element in there, too. My brother was a senior. Oh, I didn't yeah. even. So, yeah, Brett was a senior that year um, that we played him in the semis because we beat him. We beat him in the semis at County. And then we played then the last game of the year because Albert Williams will always play the last game of the year, even when I was in school. I can't remember. That went back to like the early 90s or the late 80s. And uh, uh, I think Brett triple overtime we went to triple overtime at auburn um and he had like 33 and eight or something (laughs) like that like he just it was like he was standing on the beach throwing it in the ocean (laughs) just everything was going in so um so yeah i mean there was that first year there were some elements that were interesting but after that it kind of the extra attention fizzled off and it was just fun you know i mean once you got through that year where brett was graduated and um you know, he graduated a lot with Brett's class. Then the following year, they upset us in the semis, and I think they got beat by Plains that year. In the, or no, uh, didn't, didn't Mike Steers win a county title at Rochester? I don't remember, actually. It was, it was either Plains or Rochester beat him that year. Might have been Rochester's last year. They won it. I
0: can't remember, though,
1: for, for sure. One year
0: they were good, but they got beat in the semis by somebody they maybe, weren't maybe supposed that was, to. Maybe that was the year. Maybe
1: Plains won it again. Yeah, that would have been one of Cliff's last years, I think. Yeah, or close to it. Close to it. It would have yeah. been towards the end.
0: All right, so now we'll get to the fun questions.
1: Summer job in high school or college? Did you have a? Oh yeah. Memorable summer job. Yeah. So in high school, I was the wash boy at uh, Heritage Chevrolet Ooh. right on Route Four. And you want to talk about if you ever want to? First of all, if you ever if you have a, a son that you want him to teach, or you want to teach him about manual labor, make him do something at a garage, because you'll have a whole nother respect for actual other manual labor. <laughs> um, so I did that, I think, my junior and senior year in the spring. Then I actually worked for uh, Coach Carlicker at the city um, all the way through college until I graduated, mowing and weed-eating and paint fire hydrants. And she had a great tan. I had a great tan, yeah, I had a great tan, yeah. Yeah, do it. yeah I had a great tan, but I remember mowing the sewage plant thinking, the heck, am I doing? Man? There's got to be something else I could be doing. I'll go back to the garage, it smells terrible.
0: <laughs> All right, so we've talked about a lot of mineral games, so we'll go to uh, did you have a pregame superstition?
1: Yeah, I did some sort of music, and it didn't matter with football. So, let's
0: say, did you have a different one with football yeah than basketball?
1: With football, it was I don't remember what song it was, but it was the same song ever before every football game before I got on the bus, default. The, the band default is sticking out my mind but I can't remember if that was the, the right one or not Um and then basketball I don't it didn't it just depended on what song I needed or you know I don't, it was weird I mean, like you're a kid you're immature you'd be like I need this song you know before um but then I always had to get my ankles taped um, especially after I Damn near broke yeah. one, and then I would take. Remember when rubber bands around your wrist yeah. were like a thing, like oh, yeah. Live Strong or whatever. Yeah. You know, I would take that off because they would make me take it off, and I would put it on my bad ankle. That like that was the thing. Like I would like, like it was gonna it was help healing me more. properties. Yeah, it was yeah, help yeah. Me more. of course. But, I, but I, I don't even remember what I where I got that rubber band. It wasn't a Live Strong, but that's what I put on my ankle. That was my. That was those were those are the main ones. I'm sure there were other ones too, but those are the ones that stick out. That's funny.
0: Um, did you guys have a post game hangout after football or basketball games?
1: Um, yeah, football, somewhere where we wouldn't get in trouble. We would all get together to make sure, uh, you know, guys weren't doing something stupid. And there was only, there wasn't a lot of us. It was, you know, maybe nine or 10 of us, but, um, I'm sure some of the other guys were doing things that got me in trouble. (laughs) Uh, but, but yeah, that's, that's where we did. And then basketball, no, man, I was kind of a, kind of a homebody. I mean, we would, I would come home and just hang out. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't about that, that party life because, oh man, would have kicked my ass. Yeah. Um, but, um, no, I think that was about it. I mean, we did go to, I can remember football games going to, like, Denny's. That Ours Denny's was where, steak and shake or pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't have a steak and shake close enough. Oh, that's that, one, that one on, the one that's there outside of Meyer now yeah. wasn't there. But the, where the spaghetti is at now, that used to be a Denny's. We would go up there every once in a while. Or <laughs> truckers outside of Auburn. Okay. Which is yeah. Downhill, I've heard, but um, but we, yeah, we would go out there for like a cinnamon roll or yeah. I don't know, something you didn't need to have after yeah. a game. I'm sure that was of before. Course. That was before they taught you how to diet. You know? <laughs> diet as, as an athlete, as an Di- athlete, yeah. as an athlete. They didn't teach you it. No. It, they, the nutrition and stuff was not a thing back
0: double then. Double cheeseburgers and McChicken. Yeah, That's man, we'd go
1: eat you know cinnamon rolls and biscuits and gravy and drink chocolate milk and all that stuff just load up on chocolate
0: milk kind of good for you so that's better than yeah but it didn't offset the cinnamon rolls and the biscuits (laughs) and gravy All right, man. Well, I appreciate you stopping by. Absolutely. Welcome to being washed up. Yeah, man. I mean, I got no problem. I've been washed up for a while, so you should ask me earlier. <laughs> well, you just officially retired, though. pretty True. Recently. True. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I threw in the towel a long time. The older
1: you get, I mean, the longer the recovery is after playing like pickup basketball, or I don't know how dudes still play like slow pitch softball. And,
0: well, because you drink mostly in, in those that games. Could that could be it. Now, like the big slow pitch softball, those guys are crazy. Right. Yeah. I don't. I mean. If I can't have a beer in my glove and still play, I don't want to play. Yeah, yeah, I don't know.
1: I just, that competitiveness, I'd rather go play golf. (laughs) You want me to play pickup? I'm not going to play. You want me to play golf? Let's go. All
0: right. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Absolutely.